Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's happening, everybody? My name is Paul, and uh, I get to be our youth and young adults pastor here at Healing Place. Thank you so much for watching our daily devotionals. Today, I want to read to you from Mark chapter 6. It's a familiar story with a lot of us, uh, but I do want to take a different look at it, maybe a different uh, point of view, a different perspective, and it's Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. And it says this, it says, Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida while he sent the people home. Now, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up in the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. But they were all terrified uh, when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I'm here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed. Verse 52, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. So here we have this story that I'm sure a lot of us have heard at some point or before uh, throughout the Bible. Maybe you read it yourself in a different account of the Gospels, but Jesus and the disciples have had a full day of ministry, a full day of teaching, uh, and he goes by himself, the Bible says, up on a hilltop, up on a mountain to pray by himself. And then sometime between 3 and 6 a.m., he is on land, but he sees the disciples that they're struggling, that they're having some problems, that uh, to get from point A to point B wasn't as easy as it should have been. And so it says that he comes to them walking on the water. Now, in the passage that I just read, it says that he actually intended to walk by them that he was actually going to head into a different uh, direction and not get into the boat with them. But he got in the boat because of their fear, uh, because of their fright, because of them just being scared. Uh, and, and he plans beating them to the other side, but he says, no, I'll step in the boat with you. Now, Jesus gives two commands and one reassurance in this passage. He says, do not be afraid and take courage. That's the two commands. Don't be afraid and take courage. And then the one reassurance is this, is I am here. Three words, but three simple words that can change your life. I am here. Now, it does seem like Jesus is always surprising the disciples with these supernatural uh, events. Now, Jesus had just fed 5,000, and now he's walking on the water. But verse 52 gives us insight to something that had happened previously. Now, if you, if you read a couple verses before this story, you see that Jesus feeds the 5,000. Now, at a point in the current story that we just read, it says that they were terrified when they saw him, that they were scared. They thought that he was a ghost. And he gives those two commands, don't be, afra don't be afraid, and he, says, don't, and he says, take courage, and he says, I am here for the reassurance. Now, my question is this, is if God moves, are you 
positioned to see it. If God does a miracle, would you miss it? We long to hear God speak, but I think often it's not a question of is if he's speaking, it's a question is, the question is, are we listening? It says in verse 52, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. So if you jump back a story before this, you see that Jesus and the disciples, they have been teaching and they have all these people there and the disciples say, hey, let's send them home because it's getting late and it's time to eat. And Jesus says, well, let's feed them. And then he says, well, what do we have? And Jesus says, well, we've got, I mean, the disciples say, well, we've got some bread and some fish. And what's interesting is that Jesus raised the bread to heaven, he blessed it, and then he broke the bread. The disciples were with Jesus and they missed it. Many people want God's blessing, but they do not want his breaking. So God wants me to be broken. Now, God wants you to be broken, but he does not want you to be broke unfixable, not being able to be put back together. When he breaks you, he wants to break you so that he can shape you. He does not want you to go through the breaking process for you to stay broke. Jesus takes the bread, he blesses it, and then he breaks it. And then he, he goes about and they distribute the food to everyone there. Now, we pick back up in Mark chapter 6, and so Jesus hops in the boat with the disciples, and Mark tells us that the disciples were too hard to take it in. See, the disciples are failing to recognize something then, and then it is affecting them now. Jesus is moving, and they're not seeing it. He is speaking, and they're not listening. He's teaching, and they're not learning. So I want to encourage you with something today is this, is stand on your past and don't let your past stand on you. Now, the past gets a bad rap. The past is always, people always say, if you only knew my past, if you only knew the decisions I make and what I've done and where I've been and blah, 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 and all that may be true. But in your past, Jesus protected you and he's given you another chance. In your past, you can see God's faithfulness. You can notice God's sovereignty. You can remember that God's blessing was still in your past, even though you may have not known him yet. It's okay to stand on your past, but not let your past stand on you. See, the disciples were missing the whole point in the present because they had missed the revelation in the past. An interesting story where they are afraid and Jesus steps into the boat. And at the very end of the story, Mark has the, the audacity to say, well, you know, they didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. Many of us do not like to relive our past because it reminds us of a former identity of a person that we are no longer in relation with. And when you think about your past, a lot of times we want to put our past behind us. But a lot of times if you look to your past and you can see where God has been faithful. And in this account, Mark reminds them, hey, they just didn't understand it. They did not see the significance, the importance. And right here in this story... He brings up another story. And so in this one story where Jesus is actually feeding the people, breaking the bread and, and blessing the bread and all these good things, at the end of the story, the, this, the Bible tells us that there was 12 baskets left. 
12 more baskets to pick up. Now, how many disciples were there? There were 12. Now, I don't know if this is the exact thing that Mark is talking about, but when I read this story in Mark chapter 6, I realized they did miss it. And they were in one story of Jesus walking on the water, and Mark says, but you missed it earlier as well. And so what did they miss? I believe they missed that Jesus is always with them. I believe they missed that even after he fed 5,000 people, Jesus still had something for them, still had a basket for each of them. And so Jesus goes up on the hillside to pray, and they go out on the water. They just witnessed a miracle, but now they're in this fear and in this fright and in this worry. And they hop in, Jesus hops in the boat, and he calms the wind and the waves, and he says, yeah, but y- y'all missed it again. So my question for you is, are you letting your past stand on you, or are you standing on your past? How is your heart? It is good to to do a little inner inventory. Do you like who you're becoming? Because a lot of times we will accept Jesus into our life. And then we go about our life and the plans he has for us and the calling he has for us. And we want to do all these things. And it is great to do, but it's more important to focus on who you're becoming. And he says, you've missed it. And since you've missed who I am, In this moment, you're also missing who you can be. And so don't be so quick to move forward and put your past behind you, but realize that God was there too. My son, he loves to pray, and his prayers are always pretty simple and short. And he'll pray, and then at the end of his prayer, he'll do this thing sometimes where he'll say, Dad, and I'll say, yeah, and he goes, I love you. And I'll say, I love you too. And then he'll say, Mom, and she'll say, yeah, Eli. He'll go, I love you. And she says, I love you too. And then he calls on his little sister. He'll say, Ella. And she'll say, yeah, Eli. And he goes, I love you. And she goes, I love you too. And then he says, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And the first time that he he did that, it's more of a routine now, but the first time he did that, I wanted to turn around and go, son, that's a little prideful. Maybe you shouldn't say, and I love myself. But the reality is, is the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, Paul, no, he's right. You need to love yourself. You need to love who you're becoming. And so I, I challenge you today in this daily devotional, do you love yourself? Because God has been present every bit of your journey, every bit of your path. But it's not about what you're doing. It's about who you're becoming. And who you're becoming is where you're focused on. Are you focused on Jesus? Has he done things that you've missed? Maybe not seen. Maybe missed the revelation. God, we love you. We thank you for today. God, I pray for every single person that is watching this, Lord, that we would do some self-inventory and ask ourselves, how is our heart? The person that I'm becoming, do I love that person? Because the person that made us, you, you love us. And I pray that we also love ourselves. We love the person that we're becoming more than anything that we're doing. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.